Hey everyone, and thank you again for tuning in. You're listening to Unspoken Logic. I'm your host, Michael. Let's get it started. This episode, we are going to call it A Penny Saved is a Penny Earned. And I'm going to talk about inflation and what's going on, what to expect, and some of the different prices the increases that we're seeing. Another quote comes to mind. The surest way to ruin a man who doesn't know how to handle money is to give him some. George Bernard Shaw. And that couldn't be any more true. We saw money being pumped out by the Federal Reserve. Stimulus check after stimulus check. Uh, And if you go to usdebtclock.org you can see that the U.S. national debt is at $30 trillion, rounding up to 31, uh, 898. Uh, that debt per citizen, $92,735. Debt per taxpayer, 245191 Now the U.S. federal spending is at six trillion. The US federal budget deficit is at one point two trillion. We are seeing a massive, massive amount of irresponsible spending. And I spoke about this that the real debt that we're seeing, the real inflation, isn't what they're telling you because it doesn't take into account of the quantitative easing that we're not told about. I would even argue that we're at 50% because we're seeing such a massive increase in things that we're buying at the store, gas prices. When it starts to impact your wallet, that's when people should get concerned. Now, back in 2008, if you haven't heard of him already, his name was Michael Burr. He's come out recently and warns of a consumer debt crisis winter coming. The hedge fund legend Michael Burry warned August 12th that the rising consumer debt represents a major risk to the U.S. economy. Now, who is Michael Burry? Michael Burry, on May 19, 2005, Michael Burry bought his first credit default swap in anticipation of a housing crisis. 60 million of credit default swaps from the Deutsche Bank. 10 million each on six different bonds. His prediction, the U.S. mortgage-backed security, once a stable, respectable investment product, had slowly turned into a dangerous and deceptive time bomb, all caused by greed and corruption in the eyes. This bet was no gamble. Let's get that straight. There are trends and patterns. Michael Burry did the digging. He read the documents. He knew what the outcome would be. His problem was that it would take the rest of the world another two years to even start looking into it until October 11th of 2007, the SP500 to top out at 1,576 points a year and a half later on the 10th of March 2009, the S&P closed at just 676 points, a 57 crash. Michael Burry ended up making a personal profit of a hundred million dollars and made his investors over 700 million from this single bet. 
But in the years leading up to his amazing success, he received constant criticism from the investing world, and even his own investors criticized him. That ultimately led him to close his fund after all had been said and done. By why I am telling you this now, this happened 15 years ago. But history repeats itself. Now, Burry, whose bet against the subprime mortgages was made famous in the 2015 film The Big Short. So Burry went on Twitter and he shared a Bloomberg chart showing U.S. consumer borrowing swelled to more than $40 billion in June, the second most on record. Economists had expected a $27 billion jump. He says, Net consumer credit balances are rising at record rates as consumers choose violence rather than cut back on spending in the face of inflation. COVID helicopter crash taught people to spend again, and it's addictive. Winter coming. Now, Barry's phrase, COVID helicopter crash, likely refers to the stimulus payment that most Americans received as a federal official sought to bolster the economy during the pandemic. Now, the critics have argued that the checks actually overheated the economy and contributed to the U.S. inflation that hit 8.5% in July. Burry's tweet suggests he foresees a looming credit crunch for consumers that could add to a recession fear. The ominous phrase, winter coming, is a reference from the HBO series Game of Thrones, used by the character as a warning. Meanwhile, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, who's also corrupt, top Democrat and some policymakers have pointed to strong consumer spending as a sign that the U.S. economy isn't in fact in a recession, despite two straight quarterly declines in GDP. Burry also dismissed optimism that has fueled a minor rally in U.S. stocks in recent days, better than expected uh, July inflation data that led investors to bet that the Federal Reserve will ease up on interest rates uh, and the hikes that have weighed on stocks. NASDAQ now up 23% off its low. Congratulations, we now have the average bear market rally. Burry added in another tweet, across 26 bear market rallies from 1929 to 1932 and 2000 to 2002, the average is 23%. After 2000, there were two 40% plus bear market rallies and one 50% plus rally before the market bottom. Burry frequently deletes his tweet shortly after they are posted. Burry has frequently warned of a looming economic crisis. Last month, he publicly slammed the White House for denying the U.S. was in recession despite the GDP slump. The White House would like you to redefine a recession as one in which consumers are not borrowing on credit cards to pay for inflation, and neither is the labor force inadequate for the size of the economy. Burry said at the time, GDP out Thursday, not that there's anything wrong with that. Now, Burry has stated inflation. The current annual inflation for the 12 months ending in August, now they say 8.2%, 8.26%. Now, if you look at the data, let's go over food. Food is at 11.4%. Food at home, 13.5%. Food away from home, 8%. Energy, 23.8% increase. Energy commodities, 27.1%. Gasoline, all types across the board, 
25.6%. Fuel, oil, 68.8%. Energy services, 19.8%. Electricity, 15.8%. Utilities, which are piped, which are your gas uh, services, those have gone up 33%. All items less food and energy, 6.3%. Commodities less food and energy commodities, 7.1. New vehicles have gone up 10.1%. Used cars and trucks are at an all-time high at 7.8% increase. Apparel has gone up 5.1%. Medical care has gone up 4.1%. Service less energy services have gone up 6.1%. Shelters have gone up 6.2%. Transportation services have gone up 11.3%. Medical care services have gone up 5.6%. And this is the unadjusted 12-month uh, ending August 2022. We're seeing an increase. This is from February 2022 to August 2022. That is an astronomical increase in everything across the board and we're at the beginning stages and it's coming now mortgages and credit cards are about to get even more expensive and that's nothing compared to what we'll see by winter michael burry is spot on the money he's right about what's going to happen he was seeing the housing market crash in 2005 by 2008 it was too late if you haven't already seen that movie, I probably uh, would suggest you guys go out and see it. It's actually pretty awesome. Kind of breaks it all down. And if you follow his uh, his tweets and everything, like it's true. He actually does delete the tweets after uh, a certain amount of time. So I think uh, Big Brother is possibly uh, warning him not to spread information that may allow people to prepare properly for what's about to come. Now, these mortgages and credit cards... Higher than expected inflation in August means the feds will likely back another jumbo size rate hike next week. The rate increases have already made mortgages, car loans, and credit cards much pricier for Americans. Markets now expect larger hikes in 2023, leaving households to brace for more economic pain. All right. Since the beginning of 2022, it's gotten way more expensive to take out a mortgage, hold credit card, debt, get a loan of any kind. Now, if you look at the data, the surge that we're seeing has only just begun. And it could add even more pain in the form of what some might even say what FedEx is already even on the bandwagon with, job cuts and smaller raises. All right, and I'll get into FedEx in a little bit, but the Federal Reserve inflation uh, fight hit a fork in the road when the consumer price index was updated on Tuesday had inflation cooled more than expected in August, the central banks might have eased up on its interest rates increases and the economy just might have avoided a growth recession. Now, let's get one thing straight. This is all planned. They know what they're doing. They don't care. The people at the top are going to make a lot of money on this. The middle class, the lower class, they're going to foot the bill. It's going to fall on the middle class and the lower class and it's driving that wedge deeper into the middle class so they'll be poor and rich and then they'll roll out the ubi or the universal basic income you might have to show proof of something first now 
The CEO of FedEx warns of a global recession cutting sales forecast by half a billion dollars. Now, FedEx warned that a global recession could be coming as demand for packages around the world tumbles. Shares of FedEx plummeted and plunged 21% this last Friday, the biggest one-day drop in its history, after the company warned late Thursday that a slow economy will cause it to fall $500 million short of its revenue target. The weakening global economy, particularly in Asia and Europe, has hurt FedEx Express delivery business. Demand for packages weakened considerably in the final weeks of the quarter. FedEx also expects business conditions to further weaken in the current second quarter, which runs through November, while global revenue this quarter is likely to be flat compared to a year earlier FedEx earnings are expected to plunge more than 40%. During an interview, CEO Raj Subramanian was asked if he believes the slowdown in his business is a sign of a start of a global recession. This is what he said. I think so. These numbers, they don't portend very well. Now, he's cutting the workforce by 35%, and that's just the beginning. That's one company. The rate hike from the Fed. Every time they do this, if you look at a statistical analysis, a chart, and you go to every single point throughout history where they've raised it, and some may argue that, well, unemployment is at an all-time low. It coincides with unemployment. Unemployment is going to start going up. And when that happens with the rate hikes, we're going to see a collapse. Almost $31 trillion in national debt. I remember looking at this when I was uh, back in 2009. Debt per citizen was under 50,000. Now we're at 92,735. It's getting worse and worse and worse. Social security liability, 22 trillion. U.S. bankruptcies, 464,000. Living in poverty, 40 million. Now the U.S. total debt is different from the U.S. national debt. The U.S. total debt is at $92 trillion. On average, per family, their saving account is $7,516. And because of everything that's going on, I venture to say that it's a lot less than that. A lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck and robbing Peter to pay Paul. This is not going to be good for anyone. And it's definitely coming. And I always think back to a dark winter, the comment that was made by our current selected president, a dark winter. They're preparing. They have to put it out in plain sight in order to follow through, almost like they're mocking you. They know exactly what they're doing. The amount of money that they're funneling into other countries under the guise of emergency to help them. It's money laundering, 101. We continue at this rate, by 2024, I would project that we're going to be another $5 trillion in U.S. national debt, and probably on average, probably at $115 trillion U.S. total debt. I believe 2024 is going to be the tipping point, and the scale's already tipping. If you're not ready, you need to get ready. Reminds me of a saying, don't put your trust in paper, but put it 
in ounces, commodities, what can you use to barter? Are you prepared? Do you know how to survive if things got so bad and the rioting took to the streets and people were killing each other over food? If you look around and you see the prices on things, your rent, your food, your gas, everything, it has to come to an end. And when it does, you have to be ready. For those of you that are interested in getting in contact with me, you can shoot me an email. It's unspokenlogic1 at gmail.com. You can also be found on rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash unspoken hyphen logic. And I can be found on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Again, that's unspoken logic. If you think what I'm doing has value, share. I hope this helps in finding your place in whatever this massive entangled web of lies that's being created or portrayed. Something has to be said. The information needs to be put out there in open dialogue for the listeners to make an educated decision on the string of information we put together. You make up your own mind. But until next time, keep it logical.